Okay, my side. We're in the middle of a gavaldigas sugya. Mamish a gavaldigas sugya. Aini gas sugya of kiddish. Ah. Kiddish, no, the truth is the Maisa, the oil were hacking. Who what? The oil were handling yesterday. Kais pogam azoi, azoi, my tati does azoi, my tati does azoi. So the truth is maybe, 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 maybe. Belineida, we will discuss this in more detail because we really didn't go through it properly yesterday. The Bosha just like swept it under the carpet and everyone was like, whoa, hold on a minute. So maybe, maybe Belineida will spend a day specifically talking about Kais pogam. What does it mean? How to get out of Kais pogam? How to make sure we don't have problems with Kais pogam? Mati, don't worry, we will get there. But we're in the middle of the Sugya whiskey. The only more handling whether or not we can make Kiddush on schnapps and whiskey. Who said that? <laughs> Let's go. So I might say, we're in the middle of the Kasha like this. Our kasha mati yesterday was about making kiddush with grape juice. That's the shaila, and the shaila basically came like this. The shaila was that of course lechatchila to make kiddush aliyayin is the most lechatchila as I state in the gemara as I pass in shulchan aruch yayoshon gishmaka old aged wine. That is really what kiddush is meant to be made on. However, there are many people that don't like wine. There are many people that cannot take wine for whatever reason. And they want to go along and make Giddish on grape juice. And the shaila is, what din does grape juice have? So we said yesterday at the end that the Gemara says clearly, The Gemara says clearly that a person can take a cluster of grapes and he can squeeze it and boom, he can make Giddish. So if that's the case, that's grape juice. If that's the case, we can make Giddish on grape juice because the Gemara says so. The, uh, the question that we left off with yesterday was as follows. The problem with our grape juices, and many of them, are that, uh, are that they are pasteurized. Which means if we have grape juice that are quote-unquote cooked, a cooked grape juice can never become wine. One of the many reasons that the Rishonim bring why grape juice works, even though it hasn't got the chashivas and the alcoholic uh, beverage content of grape juice, but at the end of the, of wine, but at the end of the reason why it's allowed to be used is because it could eventually become, as the koyach has, and should we say these words, potential to become wine. And since it has the potential to become wine, so therefore it's got a din right now of wine, even though Lamaisa, it's not. That was question number one. Question number two, which we didn't even mention, by the way, Shalom Zalman brings this in Shuvahs and Mincha Shleimah, and that is that many times when they make grape juice, they actually extract the water content from the liquid, and they keep it stored that way, and when they want to reconstitute it, they will now, quote-unquote, dilute it, which is not really diluting it, they put it back to its original state, of grape juice with the amount of water that it had. And the question is, again, how can you do that? This is regular water that you're putting into concentrated grape juice. Mati, are you with me? And the question is, are you or are you not allowed to do that? How can you make Kiddush on grape juice? So, Shreem Zalman is a Mordika Kiddush. And by the way, I want to be clear right now, we will discuss maybe later... I don't know about today, maybe tomorrow, we'll discuss the idea of diluting wine and grape juice, which, by the way, is very nagea if you get to the end of the bottle and you're like, oh, no, I need kois mole. The Gemara tells us that, you know, the kois bracha requires 10 things and one of them is a kois mole. You get to the end of the bottle, you want to squeeze that glass bottle just to push it and get a few more drops out and it's not going to the end of the kois. So what are you meant to do? So I'll just put a bit of water in it, right, Raf? Put a bit of water in it, I'll dilute it. Can't do that, right? Because of diluting grape juice could be a problem that's no longer got a din of grape 
Beitrus. That we'll talk about Ruvain when we get there. But I'll upon him, until we get there, we have to know, Rishonim Zalman says, I'm moedik a chiddush. Yudla, what's the chiddush? Rishonim Zalman says the chiddush is like this. Rishonim Zalman says that since Bishas, when he squeezed the grape juice, right then, it has the koyach, it's, of becoming wine, even though maybe perhaps later on, Dubi, they pasteurize it, they cook it, and therefore it loses that koyach. Since Bishas, the squeezing it, it's good enough, that's good. That's a chiddush of Bishlam Zalman, by the way. It's an amazing chiddush. It reminds me always that this is probably what reminded you also. I saw that face lit up. Probably reminded you the same thing. Chacham ben Sinaba Shaul in Oletzion Chelek Bet in Perik Chov Gimel brings down the reason why he allows bottle caps to be opened, especially even metal ones, is because on the machine itself, when they take the piece of metal and they put it over the actual bottle, so if you would stop the machine in the middle, you'd be able to open it. Now, it happens to be they don't stop the machine, and it continues to go completely over the bottle, and you can no longer open it without snapping the thing, which is a shayla. But I'll go upon him, since he says that, since they could have, when it's first started, open it, right? You get what I'm saying? That's probably why they reminded you. Anyway, the point is, Rabbi Shreem Zalman says, that since when they squeeze the grapes originally, it can turn into wine, akiva, it's got a din of wine, even though Lamaisa, they pasteurize it afterwards. Now, um, that, I wasn't so, I mean, that's a great answer, that's a great chedesh of Rabbi Zalman, but I wasn't completely satisfied with that, because I wanted to hear a little bit more. Dubi, I wanted to hear a little bit more and understand. So you guys, Baruch Hashem, are sitting in the base medrash. I'm trying to call up grape juice and wine companies to ask them, what lemaisa do they do with this situation? So I called up, I actually called up the OU, right? I called up the OU and asked the OU, I'm not, I don't know, by the way, this is not a, um, I don't know anything about the OU and their shitas and different kashas in Yonim. I'm not getting involved. OU in Eretz Yisrael, is it good? Is it not good? I don't know. I have no idea. Ask a local Orthodox rabbi. But I did call up the OU and I asked the OU when it comes to the grape juice that they give a hachshur on, how does it work? So they told me that they paskin like Rabbi Moshe, and Rav Moshe Paskins that Bishal, Bishal is 175 Fahrenheit, which means, according to that, the grape juice and the wines that are under OU are not cooked to that temperature. And if that's the case, they're not cooked to that temperature, they're not, they don't have a dinner Bishal. If they don't have a dinner Bishal, then there's no problem of using those grape juices or wines because they don't have a dinner cooked. And therefore, they're not cooked. The Royal Gabbam is which is another Sugyafilchus which we're not going to go into. I called up a big expert in wine and I asked him, how do they pasteurize many of the wines and grape juices that we have? So they, so he told me the way that they do it in most places is they pass it through very warm pipes. They don't actually put it into a pot and bubble it up. It's not how it works. They pass it through very warm pipes and that sort of takes off the germs and the things that it needs to be done in order to go, you know, pass the factory and various hygiene, you know, uh, specifications that it has to. And that's considered to be pasteurized, but it's not actually cooked, which means according to that, in most cases, and we're not going down the nefkamina between this and bishalakum, because that's a whole different shayla, but over here it's not considered to be cooked, which means that it is okay. Now I will tell you that Revelyashev Lamaisa Paskind, that you should not use cooked or pasteurized grape juice or wine for Kiddush. You should try to use the Chatechela, wine and grape juice that was not pasteurized and was not cooked. But according to most poskim, you are okay to use it. Now, Rabbi, so let's move on. 
Let's move on to the sugar that I really want to get to today, and that is making Kiddush with something other than wine and other than grape juice. That's our sugya today. It's a sugya called Chama Medina Dubi. The Chama Medina means, are we allowed, I'm just telling you, Chama Medina, are we allowed to make Kiddush with anything but wine and but grape juice? Very important sugya. I want to give you the Makairis and where it comes from in the Gemara, and then we'll move on to Allah Chalamais and some practical examples. There's the Gemara in Psochim, Davkuf Zayin The Gemara in Psochim says like this, Ravin made Havdala on Beh. As I state in the Gemara, comes along, comes along Rav Huna, and Rav Huna says, I don't understand, can you make Kiddush on Beh? And the Gemara answers, no. You can't make Kiddush, and you cannot make Havdalah. Says the Rosh, Psachim Simen Yudzayin, says the Rosh, that since we don't paskin like him in regards to Havdalah, we also don't paskin like him in regards to Kiddush. So what does this mean? This means as follows. We have over here a Machloikis Rishonim, whether or not a person can make Kiddush on Chama Medina, namely, something that is not Yayin, or Mitzanavim, or grape juice. What is the definition of Chama Medina we'll get to? But our Kaponim, not to make Kiddush on wine and grape juice, is subject to Machoikas Rishonim. Shitas HaRambam. The Rambam holds by Kiddush, not Havdolah. By Kiddush. We are discussing right now Kiddush. Be very clear. Havdolah is a different gather. When it comes to Kiddush, the Rambam holds that you can never ever use anything but yayin or grape juice for Kiddush. Shita Sarambam. You can only use wine and only use grape juice. Shita Sarambam. One second, we'll take questions maybe after we've gone a little bit more into it. Shita Sarosh. We'll get to that also. Shita Sarosh is, of course you can make Kiddush on Chama Medina. So we have over here, Machoikas, the Rosh and the Rambam. Whether Kiddush can be made on Chama Medina, Dubi. Okay? That's the Shaila. Comes along the Shulchan Aruch, and you look this up in Simon Reish Ein Beisiv Test. Look this one up yourself. Perhaps we should even read it inside because it's so important. Says the Shulchan Aruch, "B'mokim she'ein yayin motzoi." And those are very important words because we have to define those words. Yaakov Tzvi, "B'mokim she'ein yayin motzoi." In a place where wine is not found. Now we have to explain and try to define what does it mean wine is not found. So Lamaita the Shulchanor paskins like Shitas Harosh to be makel and to say that yes, you are allowed to make Kiddush on Chama Medina, whatever Chama Medina means, in a time, in a situation, Raf, where there is no wine found, which we have to understand what that is in that case. And the Shulchan Aruch makes a chilek, like Rabbi Wittenstein just pointed out, between Friday night Kiddush and Shabbos day Kiddush. What's the chilek? Without going into too many details into how does it work, making Kiddush al pass, Shulchan Aruch says that by night, since it's a machloikis and we're dealing with the Daraisa, don't make Kiddush on Chama Medina by Friday night. Make Kiddush on pass. That means, according to Shulchan Aruch, if you're stuck in a place without Kiddush, without wine, what should you do? The answer is, you should make Kiddush Friday night on pas, on bread, on challah. Right? That's what you're doing. Whereas, whereas by day, since we're dealing with the Durabonon, then for sure by day, if there's no Yayin Motsoi, whatever that means, if there's no wine found, then you are allowed to make Kiddush on what we call Chama Medina. So the, the biggest question that we have to ask ourselves is, so what does it mean that wine is not found? What does it mean? So let me give you some Gedorim. Uh, the, the Rashbam. 
the Rashbam says there is no wine available in the entire city. That means according to the Rashbam, if you have wine somewhere in the city, then you're not allowed to make Kiddush on anything but wine. You'll have to go and find that wine. As always the Psak of the Rashbam. If there's wine in the city somewhere, you have to make Kiddush on it. If not, if there's nothing found in the city, then then, then you have a heta. The Rosh says even better. The Rosh says, if you've got wine within a day's journey, then of course you have to find the wine. That's called Motso. But if it's more than a day's journey, you're not going to go traveling more than a day. That's called Eina Motso, which means then you'll have a heta of Hama Medina. Zeb, you with me? Which makes it very practical, right? So we have the Rashbam, that if it's found in the city, you've got no heta. If you've got, we've got now the Rosh that says if it's found within one day's journey, then you cannot, then, then it's not called Motsai. And then you've got the Rambam. Now the Rambam is going to be very, very makel over here. The Rambam holds, I don't care about the availability of wine. I don't care how available it is. It's very simple. Says the Rambam, if right people drink it, that's called Chamamadim and that's good enough. Now of course, let's be very clear. The Mishtabura, Shulchan Aruch Harav, the Kafachayim, the Yorucha Shulchan, the Marsham, and others, all hold. The Lechat Chela, there's no Shaila, Yayin, grape juice, that's the top, that's the best. Mitzvah Minamuv Chalahadrin Minamahadrin, I guess if you like eight, eight lights on Hanukkah, on the eighth night of Hanukkah, and you're a Mahadrin Minamahadrin Jew, then Mishtabura, the same thing applies over here. To Savadu, you should use um, Yayin or grape juice when it comes to Kiddush, even Shabbos Day. Obelamaisa, sometimes you haven't got or you don't want to, or it's hard for you, it's not available. Rabbi Tzavakot once told me a very interesting Kiddush. He said to me, especially now to Saul, where you have, you know, living in apartment buildings, if your neighbor's fridge is like your fridge, then that's called Motsoy. But if it's not, then it's not called Motsoy. Which means, if you have a neighbor that you just knock on the door all the time, and you borrow stuff, and they borrow stuff from you, and you're like, you've got eggs, and if you've got milk, and if you've got sugar, and if you've got this, and if you've got that, so then your fridges become intertwined with each other, you do me a favor, can I borrow some grape juice, can I borrow some wine? Then I'd rather you should, that's called motsui. But if it's difficult for you, or you don't live in an apartment building, and you're not, you know, so familiar with the neighbors, then that is already not called motsui, and you're not mochoy to go there. I want to tell the oilam, a gewaldiger, gewaldiger shitas hagraz. Right, especially because we've got the Heilige Yudzeit coming up now on Sunday, Be'ezah Hashem. The Heilige Balatanya, the Alter Rebbe, said the mo- most amazing, amazing Chiddush, which I think we're going to be using for many, many situations. The Shulchan Aruch HaRav says like this, a massive Chiddush. He says, Medina means that rave people drink this, that this is their drink, this is the national drink, this is what people drink. Zuv the Shulchan Aruch HaRav, a Chiddush. He says, what if people don't drink it all the time? But not because they don't like it, they love it. But because of the chashivas, they only drink it every so often. Or maybe it's expensive, maybe because it's so chashiv, forget because it's so chashiv, they only drink it sometimes. Zot the Shulchan Harav. Now we can be mekel, and that's called Chama Medina. And I'll be allowed to use that. Why? Because it's so chashuv, that's why people don't drink it the whole time. Meaning they would, but it's expensive, it's very chashuv. Memela, that's why the people don't drink it. Zot the Shulchan Harav, the Heiliger Balatanya, the Alter Rebbe, Muradik, that Lefizeh, we have a Metzius of a drink that most people don't drink. But they would, it's just very expensive, or forget, because it's chosher, they only serve it in certain situations. So according to that, maybe we can be maker on many things, which we'll get to in a moment. Now, Lemaisa, Rav Moshe in Shuvas brings down 
that any drink a person serves to Choshuva guests, guests come in and he serves them, and he would serve them such a drink, that's considered to be Chama Medina. The Chazanish was Mashma that we don't even have Chama Medina nowadays, that it's not Negeir in that case. And according to Rav Scheinberg, he said, according to the Mishnah there's basically no Chama Medina nowadays. But he says that if people are Kaveya Suda on something, then that's considered to be enough of a reason to say today it's Chama Medina. So let me give you some examples. Water. Water will never be Chama Medina. Seltzer, right? Sparkling water. Never be Chama Medina. That means however hosh of it is, whatever they serve bechasanas, which they do, that will never be chama medina. Even if everyone drinks it at all of their chasanas, water and seltzer, sparkling water will never be chama medina. Okay, milk. According to most poskim, the Berke Yosef and Chacham Betzin Abashon Oletzion and others say that milk is not considered to be chama medina. Apple juice and orange juice. There are poskim, and they're not machalik, by the way, between fresh dafka. Uh, hold that apple juice and orange juice is something chosher that you would serve to a guest. And therefore, there's Efshar Mokim to say that that's considered to be Chama Medina. Uh, soda and sparkling drink, Coca-Cola, Sprite, and all of these sorts of things over there. So there are those poskim that held that it could possibly, again, but Mokim that there's no wine, grape juice, whatever, to be used for Chama Medina, Zoe Paskin, and Meister of Scheinberg. But most poskim all that it's really considered to be flavored water, and flavored water, Ravada, is not considered to be Chama Medina. When it comes to beer, beer is a big shiner. Most poskim nowadays hold including the stipler, Rebelski, Rebbe Zilobach told me as well, that beer nowadays, maybe it used to be, Rebbe Israel said it used to be, that what beer was such a chosh of a drink, you would serve it at chosh of a time, it's a chosh of a guest, but now beer is not something that's chosh of, so many posts can hold, that is not, I think Chabon Tzilab shows that it holds, that it is still Chama Medina in that case. Coffee and tea, most posts can say that it cannot be used for Chama Medina, the reason that they say, as they pass in Rafalk and Max Elio, Moshe also, is that it's flavoured water, coffee and tea is been hot water that's been flavored. If that's the case, to use it as um, use it as Chama Medina, Chacham Bensin Abashol, and Chacham Ovadia and Yabia Oima also paskins that you cannot use coffee and tea for Chama Medina in that case. So that will be problematic. So the Shaila we're only left with is schnapps. What about using whiskey? What about using whiskey? So Rabbi say I'm going to get myself into a little bit of hot water over here, but I don't care. It goes like this. The Mishnah Bruce says very simple. Okay, the Mishnah Bruce says very simple. That he says that if whiskey, or anything else for that matter, but he says specifically that, is chaviv to you, it's very, very dear to you, you like it a lot, then it's muta even lechatchela to make kiddushon, of course he's talking about Shabbos Day, Avada, um, even if there's wine available, if it's considered to be chama medina, but he says, about you have to have revius, and you have to drink a malilugmov, because every koshal bacha requires a minimum of a revius, and a malilugmov. That's the maister that what the Mishabura says over there. The only shaila is, number one, is it chama medina, and number two, can we get away with less than a revius of when we make kiddush on whiskey, on schnapps, on Shabbos morning. So we have a, let's go like this. We have a chuvas in the marisham. Marasham is God Ladur Marasham. Rabbi Zilobach once told me that when it came to his Shver, Rabbi Yashav, he mentioned the Marasham, the Marasham, he chapped the Pacha, the Marasham. So the Marasham, if you look this up yourself, it's in Chedek Ad of the Simon Kuf Ayin Hay. He brings down that many Gedolim would make Kiddush on whiskey in a small glass in a glass much smaller that would hold much less than a Revius. He brings from the Heidegger Rupschitzer, from the Kiminka, he brings also from the Sanza and the Belza, that they all did the same thing, that they made Kiddush on a, on a small glazer, small little cup, 
that held much less than it reveres. And what's the pshat? Ah, koshal bracha requires a reveres, it requires an amount. The answer is, Rabbi, so remember this, because people are going to ask you. There's a taz in some of The taz says that when it comes to a bracha achreina, enoch anami, there requires a minimum share. Obazuk the taz. There's certain times that a small amount of something has the chashivas of much more. Those of you that are familiar with Yeridea know that in Yeridea Simon Kuf, everyone knows there's a halacha called a barrier. What's a barrier? A barrier is a small little item like one seed of a pomegranate. There's a shaylev, you have to make a brachach on that. What do you mean? It's tiny, it's much less than a gazayas. The answer is, a barrier has a chashivas. It's chashivas pifreyatsmoy. Zuk the taz, a drink that people drink in small quantities, and I repeat what I say, in small quantities. So mimela, it's gonna come out that the chashivas of this drink is stuffed in a small amount. Mimela, according to that, Zuk the Marsham, that's where the Gedolim held, that number one, you've got a Shulchan Aruch, the Heilige Balatanya, that it's called Chama Medina, because people drink it, and it's Choshev, and they don't drink it sometimes because of it's Choshev, so it's got a dinner Chama Medina. And number two, we have the Taz, that even a small amount will be good enough. Why? Because the Choshevis of this is a small amount, and there's Soimach on that in that case, and because of that, they talk to make Kiddush. If that's a meaning of what you do, I asked once Rabbi Zil Obach, I was waiting for the response. Rabbi Zil Obach, it was like, the Moshe Gadol, he grew up by Rabbi Zalman, that was his father, he grew up in the house of Rabbi Yashiv, and asked him, Rabbi, can we make Kiddush on, on schnapps? Can we make Kiddush on whiskey? So he thinks to him, and he says, Anybody that wears a gartle or a spotted can wear it, can make Kiddush on Kiddush Asai. Ah, Rabbi Sai, there we go. Have a wonderful day. We'll continue tomorrow.